coming up on this episode, we begin with the dangers of moving a smart home and what careers we would choose if we had infinite money. Then we cover the week's tech news, including what Apple could announce in September, the upsides of leasing an Xbox, and why no price is too high for Sony's robot dog. Stick around, it's all coming up right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 215, recorded August 27th, 2018, X-Change. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by two guys the cher- who are the cherry on top of any Sunday, Colby Rabideau and Dan Miller. Gentlemen, hello. The, uh, Sean, have you ever seen that, like, you know, Lonely Lonely Island, like the the the, 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 the silly the funny, videos the, from the, SNL? Go- yeah, the goofy rapper guys. Yeah. Have you ever seen their, like, OG YouTube videos from when they were like teenagers just like goofing off like I don't think so actually so it's it's uh it's that guy what's that guy's name the guy from Lonely the the famous SNL one Samberg. he was on yes Andy Samberg and the other guy the less famous guy and and one of their videos is called Just Two Guys and every time you say uh, I'm joined by two guys. I expect you to like bust out a quote from that video, but you you never do. Because I've never heard of it. Now that I have, I know. I'm definitely getting on that. I like that idea. That's pretty Again, sweet. I'm I'm sure I can find it and send you a link. I'll do that right now. Very nice. Thank you. What's uh, what's going on, guys? Not much. No, just. You, it looks like you're in a new place. Is that uh a... ah? Look at you, Dan, a, a, an an eagle-eyed uh, participant in the show. The no. eyes of a hawk and the ears of a fox. Trying to trying to sneak it in. I didn't think anyone would notice because they're so equally bland. But yes, Dan, I moved. <laughs> I bought a house and now I live in it. It's got four, four walls and a roof that most of the time doesn't leak. So it's uh it is a real treat. Well, congrats. Thank you. Yes, it's uh, been, it was, I was off on vacation all last week, working in the house, packing up the old place, moving into this place, getting everything all set up, a lot of handyman type work. Did you find any like hidden caches in walls or anything? It's really funny you mentioned that. Yes, Dan, there was a safe in the wall. I opened it up full of bear bonds. Really? No. No, of course <laughs> wow. I, no, I didn't. I don't even I don't know. know. What is a bear bond anyway? I don't know. It that's sounded a, plausible. That's always what people rob banks. That was what uh, well, they were going... Die hard, a, right? There's bear markets, right? So, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Exactly. I just know they're untraceable and they're valuable. That's what the movies tell me. No, really... Right. No, the only... Let's see. The only interesting things that I found in the house is that... Just stuff I have to fix, but nothing, nothing really neat or cool per se i i hinted this to you dan uh before we started you know part of the thing is that i love smart home stuff we talked about this last week dan you had your yes. first smart home experience i first brushed with the smart home and and my recommendation to you then was dan you should go whole hog you should go all in on smart homes i had done that previously at my last place and i learned a valuable lesson this past week all the way up to today which is Smart stuff is really great, especially as you add one one thing at a time and you sort of build it up and you get everything up and interconnected. Uh-huh. Don't ever move 
with all, with <laughs> okay. all your smart home shit at the same time. Especially if you do what I did, which is I was renting a modem from my last ISP. I bought one for this house so I wouldn't have to pay the fee. It had a router built in newer than my old router. So I set up a new wireless. Everything is broken. Nothing really? talks to each other. Are you using the no. same network ID and password? Yes. But apparently really? you have to go reset everything up. See, on normal things, you don't have to do that, which is actually I thought a that too. I <laughs> thought that too. And I was wrong. Because not only do you not have to set stuff, and stuff just isn't working for the sake of not working. Right. Because sometimes they'll connect, and, and like the, the Amazon lady, whose name I won't say, uh, right. won't talk to the lights. But then the the lights won't talk to the phone, and nothing is talking to each other, and it's driving me nuts. And this is still the case. It's over gotten a, a little bit better as I've re started resetting everything over and over <laughs> and over again, <laughs> with the hopes they eventually start connecting. <clears throat> uh, my smart plugs don't talk to the Amazon lady. Um, I couldn't get the lights on my phone. I was turning them on for the show. I couldn't get them connected to the phone. It's uh, it's been it's been very inconvenient. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I lost most of my smart home capabilities when I moved as well, which was just my light bulbs. Like, <laughs> I have not been able to get them to reconnect to the hub. It's crazy because uh, when it works, it so. works great. But as soon as you break one thing, it's like a it's like a house of cards. Yeah, they all collapse. Yep, sad times. Hmm. It's well, not good. So I'll keep you up to date luck. as I keep yeah. working on that. Did you add anything or is this I all did. transfer? I did. I picked up on Prime Day. There was a deal on the uh, Lutron uh, in-wall switches. The wire cutter recommends the dimmable wall mm -hmm. switches. Mm -hmm. I, put I put them in. I installed them. I actually went through and, and you know, this is a home pro tip for folks out okay. there who are buying a home. One of the easiest, not easiest, let me rephrase that. One way you can make your home look fresh and new is to go and replace all of the outlets and wall switches in your house. Interesting. Because most of the time, especially in older homes, the color is off or they're covered in paint or they're broken. Nobody ever thinks to fix them. I dropped maybe 50 bucks at the most to replace every single outlet, every single wall switch, hmm. including the smart just ones. The, just the, the plate or like the outlet too? Oh, the whole outlet. The whole get in the wiring, man. Get in there. Look, electricians <laughs> make it sound so hard. It's not. All right. Take it from me. <laughs> you know, smash cut too. Well, actually, it is funny that. So most outlets are pretty easy. But what I learned is some outlets are not. And I actually screwed one up so bad. I had an electrician here for an unrelated reason. And I'm like, I broke it. Can you please fix it? And he's like, yeah, not a problem. And he took care of it. But um, what was weird about it? It was just like. Again, I, no, it's not like the wires are labeled, so like I would look at the old one and then just put them back the same way on the new one. But then there was one where it was like eight different wires were connecting to it, unlike anything I had seen before. And so I tried to do it, and because I, not to get too much into it, but I was going to a GFCI outlet instead of a regular outlet, which has different wiring. And then this, there were switches, and it was, it's a whole thing. So, Dan, didn't we? Uh... Wasn't there a time when we were at your old apartment in Manhattan and there was some 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 we had sort of some sort of encounter with the electrical outlet? 
Uh, I forget. There was some, it was something about the light that's like was behind oh, the kitchen table. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We had to take that light off so that we could put the TV up. I think. Mm. I think that's what. It yeah. Was. But yes. I didn't know how to turn uh, the electricity off. Uh, oh no, it was already off. Someone had already uninstalled it, and I didn't know how to turn the electricity off. So we, we, we I kind of got zapped a little bit when we were putting the TV in, and then I covered it with a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. That's why his hair sticks up like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the he other used to be a brunette. The, the ungrounded uh, uh, light fi- metal light fixtures that yep. you could touch while you were touching your nice <laughs> unibody MacBook. Yep. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, I applaud first. your uh, electrical skills, Sean. I'll have you come over and do mine. How's that sound? <laughs> I still haven't plugged my doorbell in because the one time I tried, uh, actually, no, this was unrelated. I was about to try, and then I, I decided that I was going to uh, measure how much wattage something was taking just for fun with one of those things. Sure. And uh, all the lights went off mm. in- instantly. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I can... Uh, you, you can come over and do that for me. How's that? Well, I feel I have a basic understanding of simple wiring in houses built in the 60s and 70s. Uh, this... Old New York City buildings, I'm not going near I don't that. know how old this is. It, I think it... I don't know. It's a good question. The current tenant has been here since the 60s and the 70s, so... It's at least that old. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, who knows what's hidden in your walls? Uh, yeah, you don't want to know. No, no, we definitely don't. But uh, but anyway, yeah. So that's the that's the thrill and excitement. No other uh, tech related stuff there, other than like I said, I now have a TV remote I can talk into for from the Xfinity people, which no, is no a hoop. smart thermostat yet. No, so I, uh, that's another thing that I had my nest from my last place. That I brought, but I got the the cheaper one, the E, which is kind of their discount one. And and the whole difference between that and the more expensive one is the cheaper one works on like 85% of homes, they say. Doesn't have all the right. features of the fancy one, but it works on 85% of homes. Guess which percentage of the home my house falls into? <laughs> the 15%. On the plus side, I learned I have a two-stage heating and cooling system, which is much more efficient. On the downside, I learned the Nest E does not support two-stage heating and cooling. Mm. Boom. So if anyone is looking to purchase a Nest E, I've I've got one on. It's going on eBay. So put in your put in your offers now. <laughs> you want it? You got it. Heavy discount. So I wish I could have a Nest. The thermostat in my place is like really elaborate, but it didn't come with an instruction manual. It has three buttons and is clear how to do it. So I'm sad. I'm sure. Like, all all I can do is change the temperature for some, like, short amount of time. Like, you change the temperature, and it just says temporary on the bottom. Mm. <laughs> like, at some point, oh. it just goes back to the other temperature. That's because it's controlled by your building, I think. Oh, oh maybe. maybe. I bet, uh, yeah, I bet that's what it is. Those, but then, the, the new apartment buildings, they don't give you full control of the thermostat. See, the, the thing that, like, I beef with that, though, because the unit is in my apartment. It's just mm. in the wall, and you pay and for like, it. You pay, I pay for, for I pay for it. Yeah, if you right. wanted to run it all day, what do they care? 
Right. Well, wh- why don't you replace a thermostat then? I don't know. I think you should do it. <laughs> I'll, do- we, I'll, uh, I'll donate my have- Nest E to Colby if he's if he if if we can have the story of him trying to install it. Is there like an Indiegogo or a Patreon thing going on here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, buy us smart shit for our homes. If we get 10 patrons, Colby will uh, replace a thermostat in his apartment. <laughs> I like it. Now, Dan, how many would it take to get you to do a smart lock on your door? Uh, which door? Your front door. Uh, infinity money. I don't think I don't think my uh, 85, 90-year-old landlady would be too uh, pleased. Oh, but you I could give her. She'd be very into it. Yeah, but Dan, you could give her a Bluetooth key, uh, and you'd be, you know, <laughs> authorize her app to access your apartment, and you'll be fine. She had to ask me to use my cell phone because her phone stopped. Not her cell phone, her house phone her stopped landline. working. That yeah. was the only way Aww. that she could contact anyone. That's so sweet. Uh, so I don't think she's going to be having any Bluetooth keys. No. I could see it in into my apartment. It could be cool, but a lot of them require so much, like, you know, drilling and stuff that, yeah, doesn't seem worth it. I'm with now, you. Now, on, on an actual, you know, structure that I control, oh, absolutely. I, I, would, I would be taking that challenge right now. I don't think I because could do the locks. Why not? Well, okay. Here's the in in New York, the advantage is you're you're not home, and people come to your apartment and try to leave you things, and if you're not home, they just don't leave them. Sure, I get uh, that. So with one of those, you could be like, if you forgot to leave a note on the door because you didn't realize that your pack was coming today, you can be like, hey, over the speaker, leave it at the gosh darn door. I'll be home in thirty minutes. I get I'm not, that. I'm not bitter at all. No, I I can tell this has <laughs> never happened to you. Anyways, yeah. yeah, I'd be all about that. But I still haven't found my next smart home thing to try. I I do really want to put other things, other lights, other uh, switches. What's the word? Yeah, smart smart plugs. Yeah, smart plugs. Thank you. I do want to have more of those, but yeah, still haven't quite figured it out. I'm definitely when Black Friday comes around because that's really the only time they're discounted. Is I'm going camera crazy. I'm I'm doing the doorbell camera. I'm doing the indoor, the outdoor, the whole. I want the whole set. Mm. What now? So how many are we talking? Three. I'm, I'm thinking the doorbell for the front, an outdoor one out back, and an indoor one somewhere in the main living space. Somewhere un- undisclosed. Und- well, yeah, you don't want people to know where it is. Otherwise, they're going to try right. to avoid it. Find the blind spots, you know, Mission Impossible right. style, repelling from the ceiling. Right. Steal your cordless drill. Very valuable. Very valuable. And my cordless drill, it uses the same battery as my weed whacker. So if they take the battery, <laughs> I'm double fucked. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought you had a smart cordless drill. No, like, that yeah, would be pretty start, sweet. I can start the cordless drill from my phone. And <laughs> There's then an it, app. <laughs> it texts me when the battery's dead. Yeah, yeah. I honestly don't. I could see that being a thing. Oh, look, you can set your drill speed right on the app. <laughs> my, uh, I, I may admit to this. My friend has a smart sous vide, which sounds really stupid. Yeah. But it's great because that's a thing where, like, you want to know when it's done. And sous vides typically don't have sounds built into them, unlike the dryer. Yep. Uh, 
being able it to also get takes like a long time, right? It takes a long time, right? It's not like 10, 15 minutes. It's not like you're going to watch an episode of 30 Rock while it, while it happens. No. Yeah. So maybe I should get one of those. Add that to my Apple home. That'd be sweet. You, be you, cool. you ever sued Veed before? I've never sued Veed anything. I've watched things uh, be sous vide Eggs, turns out eggs are really good sous vide mm. even though I don't really like eggs. What? Uh, yeah, we've talked about this. Oh, no. Like, have we? Like, <laughs> we? I feel like we have. I don't dislike eggs, but if someone's like, hey, Dan, do you want some? If I was given the choice of, like, scrambled eggs. First of all, scrambled eggs, worst kind of egg that you can get. Well, yeah. It's the most mediocre they, kind of egg. They are both. Scrambled eggs, the quality is, is, is proportional to the amount of time it takes to make them, which is no time at all. <laughs> Interesting. They're a lazy man's egg. Colby's Law. <laughs> the quality of your eggs are proportional to the time it takes to make them. I like it. That That's true, right? So I'll do, like, uh, over easy. I like over easy eggs. But, but like, a good American breakfast, the eggs are my least favorite part. I like the sausage. I like the bacon. I like the potatoes. I like, you know, an omelet. Pancakes, waffles, omelet, French omelet toast. Is just the vehicle for stuff to put in the omelet. I could care less what the omelet's made out of. <laughs> the the consistency of eggs is convenient. Uh, yeah, but yeah. That those are my thoughts on eggs. I almost <laughs> got to really, really good. bring it home to tech news. <laughs> I almost got really good at making omelets at my old place. Like I was like two omelets away from having it down, <laughs> and now like I went from a gas stove to a a regular like electric stove top, and it yep. is it is brutal. Uh, just brutal. I think the flat thing. I don't. I don't know what it's called. Where it's all glass on the on the top. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those are that's, awful. That's what it is. Oh, it's terrible. It's it's always too hot. Like no matter what, no matter what you're cooking, and no matter what temperature you choose, you will always burn the thing that you're cooking. I don't. I don't understand what I've taken to doing now. And I think there might be promises in this technique. Is I'll use multiple burners and I'll just set them all to different temperatures and like I move the ah. pan around. I love to it. Different burners. That's great. Ugh, it's a mess. It's a mess. Life is hard. Uh, speaking of hard lives, we've got problems. Is there, is there, yeah, is there, is there any uh, technology that can help us solve these problems? Any anything new this week? A little bit. Let's dive into the news. A little bit. While you two look at the rundown, decide what our first story is. I want to thank everybody who's joining us live right now on Twitch or Twitch.tv/slash Don't Panic Show and on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash Dan slash Don't Panic Show. Uh, we've got. We've got folks in the chat room, including Emily. We've got John Pedrotti, and we've got. Um, my favorite band, Steve Miller, is in the chat. <laughs> um, is that your favorite band? Yeah, it's a band I like. It's a band okay. I like, but... Maybe don't say too much more. I'll leave it at that. Uh, but I will say <laughs> Steve, Steve Miller is asking what happened to the tech news. So dri dri the two Millers are, are pushing us along here. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for joining us live Monday nights, about 10.15 Eastern. Uh, we're live. You can check us out. Uh, and like I said, we follow the chat room. So if you've got thoughts or comments, give it to us. They're on a slight delay, but we'll try and bring them up as much as we can. Guys, where are we going to start tonight? Apple rumors. Apple rumors. Well, can you believe it? I, I looked at the calendar. It's almost September. That's true. It it's was crazy. the last day of summer or something like that. 
Uh, it's coming. It's in the next couple of weeks. It's coming up soon. I mean, it's it's so Labor, it's Labor Day weekend. Oh, okay. That's next weekend. Yeah, it's crazy. Or this weekend, rather. And what that means is that uh, an Apple announcement is coming soon. I've seen oh, uh, all right. that it could already be in the first half of September, so we could be coming up on it fast. What are they going to announce? Rumors are already flying. Bloomberg uh, already has some details as to what we could see. They include the following, that this is kind of an S year, uh, which means it's not a complete revision of the products. It's kind of an updated version of what they announced last year. We're talking three new iPhones, an upgraded iPhone X with a 5.8-inch OLED, a new high-end iPhone with a 6.5-inch OLED screen, and a cheaper model that looks like the iPhone X but only has a 6.1-inch LCD screen. So it's kind of like it's kind of like a, an iPhone X Plus at the 6.5-inch, an upgraded iPhone X at a 5.8-inch, and a cheaper iPhone X lookalike that's a 6.1-inch LCD uh, that 6.1 cheaper iPhone will come in a variety of colors, um, possibly gray, white, blue, red, orange, um, with uncolored aluminum edges as well. Uh, all three devices will have new gesture controls included in the iPhone X as well as uh, Face ID. Uh, the Apple is also expected to take advantage of the 6.5-inch device's larger screen with the ability to view content side-by-side in apps like Mail and Calendar. There is a rumor that Force Touch could be removed in this new version in place of those uh, iPhone uh, gestures. Um, lastly, on the phones, they have not, as rumor says, uh, figured out the names of what they're going to call it. Uh, the new high-end device might just be the iPhone XS um, with the larger device iPhone XS Plus, but that is subject to change. Now, before wait, we get wait, to wait. other <laughs> stuff. First of all, Sean, it's the iPhone 10. Right? No, see, iPhone. I'm gonna say iPhone X. No, Dan, you're right. But I say iPhone X because okay. I think it's better. Well, because XS sounds ridiculous, but 10S does not sound ridiculous. But when you spell it with a letter X, it does sound ridiculous. Exactly. So, <laughs> and I'm gonna call it I'm the just XS. Trying to prevent us from sounding ridiculous. What, what do I look like? A Roman? Come on, that's an X. Uh, okay. All right. Fine. Then there you go. The 10S and the 10S Plus. So what do we think about Force Touch being removed? I know for myself, I use Force Touch exclusively to move the cursor around on the keyboard. That is the Touch, best gimmick. Me it's too. not a gimmick. It's so useful. Like it really is, because especially on the on the small screen. Yeah. Or that's the like the hardest thing to do. Or the multi-line. Like if you have a multi-line Slack message, huh? And you have to like go back and like edit it on mobile. I have to do that sometimes. Yeah. That, being able to just go right to where you want by force touching on the keyboard and scooting your cursor around is great. Yes, sir. Force touch is definitely my favorite feature. I always forget is there. Like I feel <laughs> like if I just actually used it, it would be great. But I never use it. Mm, well. Uh. I will say, I, I guess I use it on Control Center sometimes. I think if you force touch certain things on Control Center, they do things. But otherwise, like, I never force touch apps to, like, to use those little shortcut things. Yep. Uh, you can force touch photos, I think. The that I photo thing, yeah. Oh, live photos. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, okay, so I guess that's kind of neat. it's how you, like, activate the flashlight in the camera from the 
the iPhone 10 lock screen. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you can have different like. you can have different levels of the flash brightness on your phone. Really? Yeah, if you if if in if in the control panel you you force touch on the flashlight, you can do different levels. Like bright, oh, right. kind of bright, oh. brighter. I didn't know that. What's, what force touch secrets are they hiding from us? Wow, if you so if you force touch on calculator, you can copy the last result to the clipboard. Right, but I, I don't know. That doesn't. That's not super useful to me. Well, no, but none of it's it super useful. Well, I can see the. Oh my God, if you if you force touch on the timer, you can actually set a, ti- a quick timer right from the control panel. Oh no! Why no, am I learning I... about these things just as they're going to take them away? Well, <laughs> damn you, Apple! We'll, we'll see. We should probably use this for four square check-ins. So, Dan, you, do you think they're going to? Do you think they're going to do it? They're going to give it. Gonna take it away? No, I don't. But Why? I have a, I have another bet, a little okay. uh, wager that we could take. What do you got? Will they have the air power mats? And will they will they announce a date at this event? Yes, but it will be like December. It it won't be it won't be at it won't be within a month of the event. Do you think it'll be in time for Christmas? I think I think it'll be annoyingly close to Christmas. It'll be like December fifteenth <laughs> or something, where you're like, if I pre-order it, it might get there by Christmas, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be out in the fall. I think with ample time for Christmas, and that's what I want because I want one. But will they announce? Will they announce it at the event? A specific date? Yeah, I think so. I think the time has come. The only the. I- Go ahead. I don't think they will because uh, why bring it up? I think it'll come in a press release later. Maybe even the same day, but they're not going to talk about it at the event. Because like, what really are they going to say? Like, hey, remember that thing we said would be out a year ago? Mm. Uh, now it's out. I don't know. Maybe maybe they could just apple it and just say, hey, surprise! Look at this. Aren't you glad that like look at this amazing thing? Like, well. I was looking forward to that last Christmas. <laughs> well, what did maybe it'll maybe it'll be out maybe it'll be out on the event. We'll be like boom surprise here you go. No. I don't it. remember what did they do when the HomePod when they announced the HomePod and then it got delayed. I don't remember that the HomePod got delayed. No, I it, def- it, it definitely got delayed. I just don't remember if they I then think they just changed it on the website and then they just yeah. So maybe mm. I think I think you're right. I think it may not get a mention, but. Maybe I think it would get a mention if they're going to have a suite of power products. If it's not just the one mat, if they've got a single one, a double one, they've got it in different shapes. You know, if they're adding, then it it might get some play. But I would be surprised if it's available soon after the announcement, only because we haven't seen really any kind of leaks or any kind of production yeah. leaks or any kind of rumor that would indicate that this thing is ready to be actually made. Yep. Yep. But I hope they do. I hope they do. Me too. I mean, I've been looking forward to it. I think a lot of people would it's kind of shocking that it's taken this long. First half 
Uh, first half of 2018. Is that the original? Uh, I don't original remember. Release date? Don't announced remember. announced in September 2017. Yep, a year late. Damn. Lame. Yeah. So, uh, any other thoughts on these uh, these new these new iPhones? Should be mildly interesting. Yeah. No. Uh, I still have my iPhone upgrade plan, so that's I'll right. Be getting one. Everyone's yeah. getting new iPhones. Hey. Hey. Get psyched. And I, I don't think know I, if I will. Uh, I, I, this will be the first year I'm in wait and see for a bit. IPhone, the iPhone 10 is great. I have zero complaints. But what do you think about the iPhone X? Not a product. Don't believe in it. Doesn't exist. <laughs> it's only in my mind. I, I think I am going to upgrade to the iPhone X. Because cool. the, the 8 is great, but... You know. I, oh, so you're gonna make the leap? You I'm, you I'm believe gonna, in the Face ID? Now, would you? But would you just get an eight that just has Face ID? No, I would probably go with the full iPhone X. The only Ooh. reason is because I tr- I truly believe the camera is better in the iPhone X to the point where it's noticeable. Because I see people mm-hmm. taking photos with it, and they look like noticeably better than the photos I take on the eight. Not that the eight takes bad photos. But I think it's like actually different enough that it's worth. Now maybe the new sort of cheaper LCD screen version of the phone is. You know, we'll have to see what the exact details are. But I think there's enough selling features that make it worth it. So we will see when that comes out. Definitely not getting the six and a half inch version. No, that's crazy. Ah. Uh. People are nuts with their giant phones. And considering that's an edge-to-edge screen, that's literally like you're approaching iPad mini territory. I mean, that's... Uh, So that's what they're replacing the iPad mini with. There you go. There you go. Now, also, (laughs) um, at this event as well, we can expect updated AirPods, probably including wireless charging, uh, a new Apple Watch with a larger screen in the same body, so... You know, just more screen real estate um, and upgraded iPad Pros with slimmer bezels and face ID replacing the fingerprint sensing home button. That's cool. I always get confused when I use my iPad because I don't use it that much. (laughs) And you just sit there staring at it, waiting for something to happen. (laughs) Oh, no, my face. You don't recognize my face. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, so look forward to that in the next couple weeks. We'll uh, we'll have the full coverage here on Don't Panic when it happens. On a show that we are more than happy to admit we totally ignored the Samsung Note 9 announcement, but we will cover the Apple announcement end to end. <laughs> Samsung Note 9? Yeah. Yeah, they announced it uh, last week. Oh, Dan. Processor. No, get psyched because... Probably the biggest selling feature, if not one of the biggest, the S Pen now has Bluetooth built in. Boom. Ooh. Boom. What, do you get to, what, what does that mean? What do you get to do? I'm scrolling to the point in the article where it tells me, because I don't know off the top of my head. It lets you use the S Pen as a remote shutter for the camera. It can be a slide clicker during presentations, or you can play pause music apps with the press of a button. <laughs> um... <laughs> They, so they expect you to just be walking around with this pen in your pocket? 
Well, the it isn't the pen's in the phone, so I don't. I guess it's like if you're going to leave your phone somewhere, and yeah, so yeah, I guess, maybe you could put it in your pocket, or, like a pocket protector. Or you could be playing the sound over the Bluetooth speakers. Oh, mm. and then just keep your phone in your pocket. That's interesting. Yeah, be a new product category. I we could, we can even put some like a home assistance and AI stuff in it called a smart speaker. <laughs> It doesn't seem like something uh, they would do. Samsung makes one of everything, but they don't make a smart speaker, right? They announced one. They announced oh. one. It looks like a little spaceship. If you if you Google what it looks like, what's it the looks name of their assistant? Bixby. Bixby. Everyone's yes. favorite. That's actually a cool my pal and yours. It's a cool but name it's... in the same way that like Jarvis is a cool name. Why is there some reference I'm not getting here? No, I just feel like it's it's. Like, the Amazon lady is too generic. Mm-hmm. I guess Siri's an okay name. Like, I don't want to talk to Google. No? No. What would you say if you could talk to Google? What would you say to it? <laughs> if I could. Yeah. Why won't you uh, love me? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't I given you enough? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll have to think about that. I'll report back. All right. All right. Moving on. Chucking along can I, here. Can I lease an Xbox, Sean? Dan, it's amazing. In this day and age, you can lease anything you want. Ooh. You can. Our whole lives will soon be on an installment plan. Now, you know, Sean, speak, going back, I don't remember if this was in the show or the pre-show, but you could lease a ride lawnmower just to try it out. Uh, you could. You could. I the, the hot water heater in my house is a lease. Oh, wow. I don't own it. Really? I just borrow it. Pay every month for the privilege. Interesting. So, you know what else? You could lease a bouncy castle for your housewarming party. Yeah, you know what, Dan? I'm I think that is... throwing out ideas here. I'm just throwing out ideas. No, I love the idea, but I'm going to be honest with you. You probably should just buy it at that point. You'd get more value out of it. <laughs> you know? Because I'm going to want to keep leasing it over and over and over right. again. Right. Well, listen, I'm not here to tell you no, so... You you do with your heart desires. I can just imagine my my poor neighbors just over the fence. They just see a big inflatable <laughs> castle. So is that a lease? No, I own it. <laughs> you could, Sean. You could buy it, and then you could lease it to people. Oh my god, that's a smart that's idea. That's where the real money is. Yeah, the the neighborhood. Ba- so so you're saying the single man who lives alone is going to be <laughs> the local bouncy house rental guy? Could you imagine me showing up at your door? Uh, you got any kids in here? Uh, you think they'd want to play in my bouncy castle? Now, now, when you have that business, Sean, what's going to be the title on your business cards? Uh, Chief Bounce Engineer. Bouncer. Oh, bouncer. I should have taken the easy joke. I, went, I, went, I, took, I took the hard route. I did the extra lap. Didn't, didn't earn it. Didn't do much for me. Yes, Dan, you can now lease an Xbox. What you're saying? Yes, it's true. They're calling it the Xbox All Access Plan, uh, and it lets you lease an Xbox One S X or a standard Xbox One S, that's very hard to say, for either $35 or $22 a month, respectively. Uh, What you get for that is uh, you have to commit for two years, but with that subscription, you get, uh, obviously, the Xbox itself, 
a subscription to Xbox Live Gold, and a subscription to Xbox Game Pass, which is the game subscription service. Uh, if you do the math, uh, over 24 months, you actually save a little bit of money. You save about 20 bucks versus outright buying them. Um, you can only purchase a subscription in person at a participating Microsoft store, uh, and you have to sell up for a Dell preferred account, uh, which is essentially the line of credit you need to qualify. Like, uh, you know, Apple has a bank. You do your payment plan through. It's the mm-hmm. same idea. Um, Microsoft will let you pay for the whole cost of the bundle up front if you like. Um, but you know, you probably want to pay for it one month at a time. So there you go. Interesting idea. Uh, yeah. I wonder what's the, uh, maybe I don't, I don't know what the market for this is. Uh, it could be big. Uh, I feel like that the, this could be a product of my circumstance with the people I knew growing up who wanted a video game console but couldn't afford one were mostly because they were children uh, and, but children don't have access to a line of credit either mm, sure uh, so I, I remember back in the day you could rent consoles at Blockbuster that's right Yep. Which was kind of neat because you could try them out. But this doesn't sound like a try-out situation. This sounds like you're kind of locked in. Like, can you just return it, I wonder? Like, uh, Xbox sucks, and then just bring it back. I guess you could do that if you just bought the Xbox, though. But then, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to Google how much it used to cost to rent a console. It was at. expensive. I, I remember that as, as, an, as an eight-year-old. Or a ten-year-old, I was like, "Oh my god!" So this forum from 2002 says you can rent an Xbox for sixteen dollars for a week. That's it. <laughs> That's what it, it said. Pretty modest. I remember it being a lot more expensive than that. Can you also rent games though? I guess you'd have oh, yeah. to do that, right? Yeah. Well, that's how they get you. Yep. But. Uh, no, I, Dan, I think, Dan, you're sort of right, but I don't think, I don't think this is about affordability. Uh-huh. I don't think that's who this is. I think that they'll get some of that. I, don't think, I think this is just targeting someone who would have bought it anyway and says, why should I give Microsoft all my money now when I can just pay them each month? I was going to buy it anyway. It's a slight savings, and I might as well just take the package. And then at the end of it, I just, I'm assuming... It says lease. It's not a pay-to-own, so I guess at the end you have to return the Xbox? That's weird. Like, yeah. Uh, I would consider if it was something like the iPhone thing where it was like when they released the little bump-up one. Oh, now that's also, an interesting idea. Also, the iPhone thing is a like a lease-to-own thing, too. Like, if I choose not to upgrade... Right. I eventually pay it off and own own the phone. Now that's an interesting idea, Colby. I that'd sus- be cool. Yeah, and uh, my suspicion with these video game consoles, and we're starting to see this. Uh, I was thinking about this with the Nintendo Switch. Like, they could release another Nintendo Switch in three years, maybe even less. It's just slightly faster, but because they're it's such a small form factor, I think that the the 
performance gains would be immense compared to like the PS4 Pro and whatever Xbox One S or whatever it's called. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people would buy those right up. Uh, and then, like, then there there is the the Switch could be the last Nintendo console. Uh, so I, I was thinking about that. I think that's the way these things are going. I don't think. It would surprise me if anyone is really all about these, you know, all or nothing upgrade cycles with these video game consoles. Uh, they're just software platforms at the end of the day, and other things don't change architectures as frequently as video game consoles do. And I don't know if there's a reason why they have to. Uh, it doesn't seem to me like there is. So if they could just, if you could get one of those installment plans, say, hey, I'm going to pay whatever a month. But then as soon as the next one comes out in two years, say it's every two years, you just get a little slight spec bump. Then you just get that? I, I would be all about that. Well, and and with the Xbox Game Pass, you don't even have to worry about disc compatibility. You know, like that was an issue when they went to Blu-ray and that's it, a whole thing. Um, but the games will always be compatible because they're streaming. Digital, Sean, exactly. Mm. Yeah. We are definitely the next the next video game console. I mean, I guess this already broke my prediction. I remember predicting this before. The Switch kind of broke it, but I think yeah, game cartridges or discs are are not going to be a thing. Sure. I, I would be very curious to know on Nintendo Switch what percentage of their sales are digital versus hardware. I bought one game on Switch, hardware wise, and it was the first one I got. And I'm just going to keep it in there forever and never put anything else there. Awesome. So I don't don't ever have to worry about taking games in or out. I've never opened up the thing once I put it in. Then how do you know it's in there? It's it's Schrodinger's Switch. Because I I play Zelda every weekend. Ah. (laughs) Ah. That would explain it. (laughs) Yeah, it's an interesting. I think. I think. I mean, we talked last week about Apple moving more towards subscriptions as well for apps. I think. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's. We see a lot of you know, a lot of tech moving yeah. that way. Now, speaking of tech moving, I noticed that only Colby followed me on Mastodon, Sean. After I talked about it last week, that but, is uh, correct. I totally what's, forgot what's that was going a thing. On here? Dan, I don't like this peer pressure. Okay. That you've got going on here. Consider it a suggestion. Uh, (laughs) A forceful suggestion. Um, Yeah, no, I am good. Thank you. (laughs) Because the problem is, like, like, Dan, Dan, do you mind if I... Because this is public, right? I can share what you put on Mastodon. Yeah, sure. Because I'd like to share with the folks at home some of the some of the content that you post that I'm sure is wonderful. Well, here's the here's the thing, Sean. If I had people who weren't tech people following me, maybe I would post other things. Oh, is that a threat? Uh, no, it says what's a pirate's favorite form of access control? Our back. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm sure it's very funny. I don't understand it. Honestly, I don't get that one either. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I'm not sure it is such a great show. Theme of my August. Yeah, Docker conflates those terms. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like the pants? The Docker's don't you know pants? That, don't I don't you know about cloud native, Sean? I don't, Dan. I don't know most of what you talk right. about. You're not writing cloud native software? No. What are you even doing, man? What, yeah, like I'm what, writing tweets. You have That's to what write I'm doing. your software on an actual computer that you know where it is? I, 
you know, it's very God, funny. That is so 2016. I finally talked my boss out of making me take coding classes because he really wanted me to. Uh, and I had to explain to him uh, that no and no. Uh, Sean, why? Because, because ultimately I would have ended up at a community college somewhere taking HTML and CSS courses and it would have sucked. And I would have never <laughs> that, used it. That's why I, when I was in high school, Sean, that's how I felt about programming. I thought it was a thing I would never, ever want to do. And that was definitely not for me. I was not some kind of nerd. And then <laughs> you went to the dark some side. Kind of nerd <laughs> yes, exactly. And then I, I, I let, let HTML into my life and it was a slippery slope from there. A, a real cautionary tale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You got to be careful with these things. I could just imagine Colby going up to a, a group of high school students, turning the chair around, sitting on the back of it. Kids, let's rap about code. You know, <laughs> all it takes is a little taste. <laughs> let's talk about JavaScript. <laughs> just say no to JavaScript. <laughs> Look at me. I started doing JavaScript when I was 18 years old. Look where I am now. And I never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I did not. Uh, so, Sean, how about this? How about you say to your boss, hey, I- I'm happy to do this, but I happen to know a guy who I think not only would do a better job, but I think you could only, I think he'd give you a 10% discount off the community college rate. What do you think your boss would say? I mean, Dan, that sounds like an incredible deal. What's the catch? <clears throat> There is no well. The catch is that Colby gets to teach you programming. Mm. I don't know if you can say that catch. That's uh, what what I was what I was hoping you were going to say is that you could just come to my company and do the coding, so I don't have to. <laughs> like, have you have you been to Don'tPanic.io? It's great. Right. A prime example <laughs> of 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 the of the skills of these programmers I know. Right. I did I did half of that, and it's none of the parts that you can see. So that's how you know it's working. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. All right. Never mind. You're you're a lost cause. No programming for you. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Admitting what we all know, I'm a lost uh, cause. Uh, put it put it this way, Dan. If I ever change careers, it will be less technology focused, not more technology focused. Ooh, that's a good. Well, what 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 are you leaning towards right now? You you strike it rich in marketing and not so rich. <laughs> you don't have to work ever again. That's but you don't have to. No get... one ever said before. You strike it rich in marketing. <laughs> Hey, uh, what about uh, <laughs> those, uh, the TV infomercial guys? They struck it rich marketing. That they did. So so you, you're not so rich you don't have to work ever again, but you can kind of do, like, you just have to work enough to live. You don't need to be saving any money anymore. Sure. What, what do you do? You just have to break even. I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'd open a hotel. Ooh. Seems fun. Seems exciting. A hotel or like a B and B? I think a B and B is too like like a like a like a small local hotel, like a little so bigger you'd, than you'd a B and B. Staff. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, okay. but I but not like you know like a Marriott or like like a, just a local hotel, small restaurant in it. I would do that. Or maybe construction. Construction's fun. I've met a lot of people in construction. It's a fun industry. Yeah, you have lots of connections. Yeah, just less computers. I went I, after after seeing no screens for an entire week last week. I got into the office today, and between the fluorescent lights and the computer, my head was just like, "Why do I do <laughs> this to myself?" Oh, 
I like last week when I got back from vacation, like the first two days, I I looked at my screen, but I couldn't do anything. <laughs> I couldn't talk. I literally couldn't form words with my mouth today. It was a problem because I was talking like one word at a time. So it was kind of <laughs> like this for a while. It was not pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, we have time for, uh, one more story if you'd like. Otherwise, we're going to pivot right over to picks. I picked all the stories. Uh, I have one, but if anyone else has something they want to talk about. I don't. The Robot Dog. Oh! Sony you know, Robot Dog. I think we talked about it on the show back when it was released in Japan. I think we touched on it. I don't. I feel like I've seen this around forever. I didn't realize that it was a thing you could buy. Well, Dan, it Anywhere. is now. Get excited because Sony announced it's going to release its robot dog, Ibo, in the U.S. Uh, it's going to be available to purchase in September, and it, uh, it's a little robot dog, and it's going to be bundled with three years of Sony's AI cloud service, as well as a variety of toys, including a pink ball, an iBone paw pads, and a charging station. <laughs> the AI cloud allows Aibo to send its daily activity back to Sony servers, which the company claims helps shape the robot personality and lets owners stay connected with their Aibo over Wi-Fi or LTE. Dog won't ship until closer to the holidays, so you've been warned. Um, it incorporates a bunch of sensors, cameras, and actuators to activate the dog and keep it interactive. There's a camera on its back to help it navigate to its charging pad, and its nose camera helps it find its iBone and identify family members <laughs> through facial recognition. It also responds to voice commands, and you can add tricks to its knowledge base through the companion app. Uh, it's a limited edition product, so they're not going to have a ton of them floating around. Uh, you've been warned. Guys, how much would you pay? I know the numbers in the article, but how much would you, in, in all 100%, no joke, mm. seriousness, what is the actual price you would you would pay to own an so, Aibo? No question, like, no questions asked. I would, like, hit the order button right now. Uh, enough, enough where you're like, yeah, I'd give it a shot. Uh, I'd, do, I'd do $199. I, I'd consider it. For ninety nine, I would I would do it without thinking. I was gonna say I was gonna say seventy five. So you, you got you guys got more tolerance than I, maybe I've been burned too much with crap. Um, well, guys, the good news is you can buy one. The bad news is it's gonna cost you two thousand eight hundred and ninety nine dollars. We just lost at the Price Is Right uh, on that one. Not even close. Technically, I won, right? Uh, yeah, closest without going over. There you go. You won an Aibo. Congratulations. The, the, oh, that's so much money. But it doesn't all it's just a pet. It doesn't do anything useful. It's just well, like like, like, like learns like, your face and what 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 would you like it to what would it have to do for you to buy it at two thousand dollars? I would like it to get me things and keep track of things. Yeah, that seems actually like a good idea. I would be I, no. I was thinking about this the other day. Like I have these uh the tiles. The tiles, the these little Bluetooth things you stick on keychains and other things and you can ring them and so you know where they are and i was thinking about this in the context of the smart refrigerators that know everything that's in the refrigerator you know and they know when it's about to go bad why don't i have like what would be really cool what would be worth three thousand dollars is a, a system of cameras in my house that not only is security cameras but just knows where all my stuff is 
knows where it's been, knows like when I got it, when it came into the house. Doesn't even have to know what it is. It just knows like, oh yeah, that's object ID number 27. And that first showed up here on this day and it was in the living room and now it's in the bedroom. Here, uh, here's like a picture of like the last time I saw it. It's like, oh, that's the dresser. I put, I put it in the dresser or whatever. That would be useful. Yeah, I've, I pitched this idea on the show a while back where you do it with Bluetooth Lou Energy beacons on everything. But that requires installing things. So the cameras, the cameras, it just knows. So you want like the, like the Amazon cashless convenience store technology where it can just track shit? You know there are like hundreds of cameras. Yeah. And you just want them all well, over. But, I, but my, I'm not living in a supermarket, not yet anyways. So are, are you saying a convenience store is bigger than your apartment? <laughs> yeah. Although the bodega is just about the same size. Uh, no, it, I think you could do it with 10 cameras, I, I would guess. Like, yeah. A couple in each room? I only have four rooms. I think you should build it. If you count that, that would be really cool. I think you should do that. Anyways, I would pay $3,000 for that. But not for a Sony robot dog. Not for a robot dog that doesn't do anything. If it actually fetched things for me that I needed. I think it fetches its toys. Yeah, but I want it to fetch me like a beer or uh, my shoes or something. That'd be cool. Sadly, not going to get it done, Dan. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe next year. Version 2.0. They 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 gotta smash it together with the 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 Honda walking robot. What, what, <laughs> yeah. what was that? What was that called? I I Isimo. Mm. That's right. Or, or they could combine it with the Boston Dynamics like scary dog. Yeah, scary dog. Could you imagine like the little version 1.0 kind of crappy one, and then like version 2.0, and it's like the Boston Dynamics one. We really beefed it up for this one, guys. <laughs> yeah, Ibo guard dog. It only costs $750,000. It can be yours. <laughs> but worth it to fetch your shoes and a beer. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, it is time. We're going to move on to picks, the part of the show where each of us brings something we want to share. Before we get to picks, I just remembered this very quick, funny story of a something. I think I did pick it on the show. Maybe I didn't. A, a Kickstarter item I finally got. Mm. It's rare. Most of them I back I never get. And Dan, right. maybe you remember this, because um, I think maybe we talked about it, but the PowerPod, which was the silicone wireless charging case for AirPods. Oh, yep, yep, I remember this. I ordered one. It was 25 bucks. I ordered it way back when they started. I finally got it. I was very excited. It's got a little lightning port in the bottom of the case, so you slide it in, it clicks into the lightning port, and you put the AirPods in, and it's uh, neat. And so I go and I put it on the wireless charger, and my phone says it's charging. The pot, the AirPods are charging. Well, like, this is great. This is really neat. So I kind of walk away. I'm like, maybe 20 minutes later, I walk up because I wanted to listen to something, and I grab them off the thing, and it's super hot. It's like <laughs> crazy hot. And so I open it, and it smells like it's on fire. So I'm like, it, smel <laughs> it smelled so burning. Just that burning plastic smell. I go, oh my God. So I'm like trying not to burn myself. I'm trying to like take the AirPods out of it as quickly as possible. As I go to take the AirPods out, the little lightning connector on the bottom is staying in the AirPod case. And so I'm like slowly like taking off whatever crappy glue was holding it in there. So it's coming out with it. 
And finally, I get it disconnected. I, the AirPod case is very hot. Um, and I just like look at the inside of the thing. And I smell the inside. It clearly is not a properly tested product. Uh, and then I never used it again. Uh. An absolute disaster. So if anyone wants a PowerPod case, you can have mine. <laughs> it's very cheaply constructed. That, that would have been um, an unfortunate uh, end to your new house. Yeah, yeah, that would have been very bad for sure. I'm very glad I checked it because it smelled. I really thought they were toast. Thankfully, <laughs> they weren't. Now, the good news is we've got some picks here in the rundown that won't catch on fire. Uh, and we're going to start with Colby. Yeah, uh, my pick is a Netflix show. It's called Disenchanted. It's an animated show for adults, probably. It's there are people involved that were involved with like The Simpsons and Futurama, so it's like that sort of uh, that sort of comedy reminds me a little bit of Futurama. Um, the art style is pretty similar too, uh, but it's fun. It's like it's fun to watch. It's funny in a like not complicated way. Um, it it was like pretty easy to binge. There's like a 10 episode part one out. I don't know what that means. I don't know why it's a part um, and not a season, but allegedly there's a season two planned. So I don't know if you want a, a, an amusing cartoony thing to watch. Check it out. Cool. Disenchantment available on Netflix now. Very nice. Fun stuff. Dan, you've got... A no- uh, no, this is one of those things that has been around forever, and I forget it exists. I didn't know that it's been around forever. I, I have, I, I must have heard of this five or seven years ago. I, I only heard of it on Do by Friday. Like, yeah, that's where I heard about it too. So I, I've decided that I'm going. To, I think what I'm going to do is a month. I'm going to do a month off of Twitter. Uh, I went on Twitter. Their, their push notifications work really well because my friend finally got her uh, green card. So I went on Twitter to favorite that, and, that, and then that, that's the only time I've been on Twitter in the last two weeks. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be doing a month off of Twitter, and I heard about this service on Dubai Friday that looks at what your friends are posting on Twitter and aggregates the best links. Now, I will have you know that I had this idea in 2011, uh, and... I forget what I called it, but it had a clever name. It was more clever than Nuzzle. Uh, <laughs> but my job is to come, be, sit here and come up with good ideas and other people implement them. So Nuzzle is, yeah, just that people are posting links and then it watches every day. I, it might be every day. Maybe it's every couple of days. It sends you an email of like, hey, here's what the people you follow are talking about. Uh, so you don't have to wade through the Twitter garbage on like comments especially on political posts uh you just get to see you don't even get to see what your friend's commentary on it was you just see the article and like here are the twitter avatars of the people who shared this uh so i found it super useful i imagine that i'll continue to use it even once i do start using twitter again uh because it's just it's just a nice way to see articles and, and know that you kind of haven't missed anything important. Uh, and the presentation is pretty nice. I honestly don't use the app. I just use the emails, which I wasn't <laughs> expecting. Uh, but there is an app. The app's pretty nice. 
So check out Nuzzle, Nuzzle.com. I think it's Android and iOS. Yeah, N-U-Z-Z-E-L. Yeah, I'm definitely going to log uh, log back in. Try it out. It's still my, my Facebook was still authorized on it when I went to go and, uh, and sign in, which tells me I haven't checked my authorizations on that in a while. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely going to definitely gonna give it a shot. I tried it and was not impressed. Oh. It could be a function of just I don't follow that many people on Twitter. Right. So. But alas. Try it for yourself and see. Uh, all right, I will send us home. This will be the first in a series of stuff you should have in your house. And I would argue this is something everyone should have, even if you have an apartment. Um, the Wirecutter did a great article all about tools. I should have been on it. I wasn't. Uh, and <laughs> on that list, they had everything from drills and saws. And But they said, if there's any one item on this list you should buy, it is this. The Mega Pro 13-in-1 ratcheting driver. I have to tell you, I bought this. It is so amazing. It is the best screwdriver I've ever used on the planet. Easy to use, very comfortable, has all the bits and tips in it. It's got the ratcheting feature. I installed all of those uh, wall switches and outlets with it. I installed uh, light fixtures. I installed a sink uh, faucet. I installed everything with it. Used it so much over the last uh, week and a half, and it's honestly been extremely, extremely good. A handy tool to have. If you don't, even if you don't have a lot of tools, everyone should have a good screwdriver, and this one is very good. So, the Mega Pro 13-in-1 ratcheting driver. The link will be on our website. You can get it there. Um, for the specific model, but it's legitimately very good. Mm. I have this too, and I uh, I'll second your uh, second your opinion. It's so nice to have the ratchet thing. Too. Yeah, that's like the well. It's just got a really solid feature. feel to it, which is not. It doesn't feel. I've used a lot of cheap screwdrivers, and this one just feels good to use, especially if you're doing a lot of activities. Right. Yeah, and like the little pop-out compartment like with the things like that could be really gimmicky and like not helpful. Well, yeah, um, they it's got a magnet in it so when you pull it out it stays out, but then when you push it in it stays in. So it's just well constructed. Word. So it's very cool. You should check that out. Link as I said will be on the website. Guys, that is it. We're done for tonight. We're done. Unless you got something else you want to throw at us. Nope. That's all she wrote. Well, uh, thanks everybody out there for joining us. We appreciate it always. We had a great audience out there tonight. People coming and going. We enjoy uh, having us live Monday nights, 10, 15 Eastern, give or take. But you can get the show anytime after the fact on our website, don'tpanic.io. The audio and the video versions are there, as well as links to all the picks, as I mentioned. Great place to find them all. You should definitely subscribe to the show. Easiest way to get it when it goes live. Uh, you can get the audio version on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher, anywhere you get podcasts, we're there, on uh, the video version on YouTube. Uh, and you can, of course, follow us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter, uh, facebook.com slash Don't Panic Show, and you can email us, Don't Panic Show at gmail.com. Um, let's see what else is worth promoting. Uh, we'll probably have a new, uh, well, I'm not going to, I actually don't know when the new episodes of the other two podcasts are going to come out. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut, uh, but you should just enjoy this show. It's very good. So uh, on behalf of Colby and Dan, I'm Sean. We're going to wrap it up here, but we'll see you next time for more tech news and good times on another Don't Panic. Don't Panic.